Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the worst New York Rangers podcast, the podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. So the Rangers repeat their win against New Jersey with the same ending score of 5-1. And in this one, I honestly think the Rangers did a lot better. They were a lot more physical. And I think that the Rangers are on the right fucking track, man. Let's let's talk about a few things. So first and foremost, obviously, big shout-out to Igor Shosturkin, only allowing one goal in. He stopped 22 out of 23 shots, and only one got through. The Devils scored first. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't think that we were going to lose the game, but when the Devils scored first, I was kind of like, ah, fuck, you know, this is going to be a hard-fought game, and it was absolutely not. So real quick, just, I know, we praise Igor all the time, and I love the man, so I'm just going to say, you know, shout out to him, because a lot happened, and it's really easy to just say, you know, to not notice Igor, because he's always doing pretty much everything right. So it's, it's it's really easy not to notice Igor. It's really easy for us to kind of sweep under the rug how good he is. So thank you, Igor, on that. And also, big shout-out to our defense and breaking up plays because I feel like our defensive line, our our defensive players, the way that we play defensively mixed with Igor Shosturkin is really, really tough to break through. And that, honestly, is, is a big, huge contributing factor on why we're doing so well right now against the Devils. So much a factor that I have to kind of just, you know, reiterate that because the Devils only had 23 shots on goal. So only one squeak through, but even still, in the Stanley Cup playoffs, when you're at home after you just lost a game, you know, you'd think that the, the Devils would probably put up twice as many shots. So the Rangers' shot count, I think, was only about, I want to say like 30-ish. So it was it was only about 30, but all obviously a good portion of those were high-quality good chances because we scored five goals. So it's really saying something about our defense, not allowing the Devils to kind of just run around and do whatever they want. Like we've been talking about for the last week, the other huge big deciding factor for every game, for the rest of this playoffs run, for every team, is going to be the special teams. It's going to be the power play. It's going to be the PK. It's going to be those teams that either score when they're up or defend against when they're down. And... We saw the first the first power play goal was actually by New Jersey. They scored in the first period. That was kind of how the game started, and that's when we started to get a little bit of like, okay, feel it in the back of our throats, like, you know, the Rangers need to pick it up. The, the Devils just scored, and they're at home, so we don't want them to get that big boost. But Tarasenko scores in the second with an assist from Fox and Lindgren, and the next two goals in the second period are from Chris Kreider on the power play. Chris Kreider king of tipping goals, had this conversation with my wife, you know, I told her, how do you feel about Chris Kreider now? Because she's kind of been harping on him, chirping him a bit the the second half of this season. And, you know, she said she's eating crow now because my personal opinion, yes, it would have been better for Kreider to, you know, perform better in the regular season, kind of, you know, if he was performing better and it would have been easier time getting into the playoffs. But we got in the playoffs regardless. And right now is when we need him the most. We need him the most right now in the power play on the special teams in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's when we need Chris Kreider as best, and he's the king of doing what he does. He put him in front of the net, and he absolutely just he he'll, he can tip it in from anywhere in front of the net. It, it's kind of it's kind of fucking fishy, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's too good to be true. 
And I was reading some comments on Instagram about um, Kreider from like New Jersey pages and, and some other some other media outlets and stuff. And they're like, God, we got to defend against this guy Kreider. He's just in front of the net. Why isn't anybody doing anything? Blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, the power play that they're on, this is how they work it. They put Kreider in front of the net for those tip-in goals. Now, okay, put somebody in front of Kreider and try to battle him in front, right? Then you're down another guy. That's only three guys running around to the other four that we have. So we still win. Like, they act like it's just so easy to defend against Kreider. And it's such, it's such an easy play to, to, to cover up and, and defend against. And that's the problem. It's not. A guy in the front of the net is fucking dangerous. He screens. He can tip in goals. And that's the point of Chris Kreider. It, it, it brings the rest of your team out of the, the defense that they're trying to, to keep up. Because they know that Chris Kreider's in the net. Everybody else doesn't even have to score. They just got to get it to him and he can make something happen. That's dangerous for the New Jersey Devils whenever they have to face the Rangers on a power play. That's one of the reasons why Chris Kreider's scoring these goals is because he's there rent-free. And if you take a guy off to try to defend him, then it leaves the rest of your guys open and the rest of our guys, I should say, open to pass it around in the offensive zone. So it's not as easy as they're making it seem. <laughs> and it's just funny that like, if this was so easy... Every team in the league would be doing it. Not just the Rangers and not just Chris Kreider. To keep it moving, third period, we see another goal from Kane this time. Unassisted. Beautiful play. Not even going to try to break it down. Just go check it out. It was awesome. Showtime on Broadway. And then another goal we see from Capocacco, assisted by Philip Hedl and Nico Mikola. So we're seeing right now how this is going. Special teams is on it. Top six being our top six. The kids line being the kids line, you know, Kaner waking up and and being the Patrick Kane, probably the best American born hockey player of all time doing what he does. This is a very fucking dangerous New York Rangers team. It's a lot better than it's ever been. And if you think that you're just going to run over us and you think that you're going to defend one line and and get through, you got to realize that we have four solid lines. It's not really line one, two, three, and four anymore. It's just four solid lines that any time can either defend well against whoever you have on the ice or score against any of the players that you have on the ice. So New Jersey Devils are going to have to really, really claw back if they want to do something at Madison Square Garden. And unfortunately for them, that's when the Rangers are going to be at their best. When they're playing at MSG, I can't see the Rangers taking it slow, especially with the two-game lead in this series. I can't see the Rangers taking it slow. Obviously, I hope that we kind of ended at MSG, but... Regardless of what we do, even if we split, it's just not looking good for the Devils and looking really good for the Rangers. I know I'm a little hyper this episode. I know I'm kind of stuttering a little bit and, and moving through really fast. I'm just really fucking excited. I, I, I can't see how the Rangers fandom right now wouldn't be as excited as I am with this two-game lead in this series against New Jersey that, honestly, a lot of people had us pegged to lose or barely squeak out of. And right now... We're showing absolute offensive dominance and defensive. Do- We're showing dominance regardless, period, 100%. We are absolutely running these games from start to finish, playing a full 60 minutes. So I'm just a little bit excited, so excuse me for that. We see that the Rangers are going to go to MSG on a high. We're going to see that you know the physicality is going to keep up, and that's going to be another big contributing factor for at least this series. But I think for the entire playoff run for us, however far that goes, and, and just the fights and everything getting crazy. I mean, Schneider got into a fight last night, and I would say he's landing some fucking bombs. 
And one of the Rangers uh, groups that I'm in on Facebook was like, some guy commented, he's like, hey, uh, I just shook this guy's hand and met him in person the other day. And he was talking about Schneider. He's like, I, I just met this guy and shook his hand the other day. His fucking fists are like granite. This dude's got stone hands. So I can see how this dude battles so well when he gets into fights. And, and I believe that, man. I, I believe that. that. They don't call him Baby Truba for no reason. This kid is something special. We are lucky as fuck to have Braden Schneider. And we're even luckier that he's developed so quickly and that we have him right now in this playoff run because we're going to need him. So I'm just going to move into wrapping this up here. Um, we're going to cover some of the the games that happened since. So yesterday we had Islanders and the Hurricanes. Islanders lost to the Hurricanes by a one-goal deficit. 4-3 was the final score. Um, that doesn't mean much, really, honestly. Um, this that, that series is going to decide who we play next, obviously. So I get it matters in that aspect. But my dad made a great point. We're much better than the Islanders. And the Islanders are right on Carolina's tail, losing by one goal, I'd say, every game so far. If that is the way it is, we should have no problem with Carolina. This team is much better than we were last year when we faced them anyway, so we should have no problem with them, so I'm not worried about that. Panthers-Bruins. Panthers beat the Bruins 6-3. Again, we are much better than the Florida Panthers, and if the Florida Panthers can do that to the Bruins, so the fuck can we. Obviously, you know, I have the bias, but Right now, where we are, I'm not judging about the regular season. I'm talking about the fucking playoffs. So if the Panthers can beat the Bruins 6-3, then we can definitely do that too. Next game, Wild Stars. Stars take this one at a 7-3. For whatever reason, they played Marc-Andre Fleury. I get it. But the guy they had in that last game was fucking insane. I don't know why you wouldn't want to build off of that. But, you know, not my series, not my problem. Kings lose to the Oilers 4-2. That's going to be a back-and-forth series. It just depends how they feel on the ice when they get there. We know, obviously, that the Rangers won 5-1 against the Devils. Winnipeg lost to the Knights last night 5-2. So Knights made their adjustments, and and they're back. They're ready to battle, so good for them. Then Lightning actually lost to the Maple Leafs 7-2. So that's going to be a back-and-forth series. It's probably going to go to a Game 7, but I still got my money on Tampa Bay. Even though I'd like to see Tampa Bay out because I don't want to have to face them, I believe that we can beat them. But it's kind of funny to see the Maple Leafs never make it past round one, and I and I want to keep that going. And then Avalanche beat Kraken 3-2. Again, that's probably a series that's going to go to seven, and we're going to see a lot of crazy, crazy matchups in that one and a lot of scoring. So we'll see how that develops. And that is it. We will see the New York Rangers play again on Saturday at MSG. It'll be a fucking bloodbath. For some reason, it's an hour later. I hate that. They're probably doing a fucking Knicks game in the morning or something. I I really don't like that. I like the earlier games, but it is on a Saturday, so we can kind of enjoy our night watching the Rangers hopefully dominate the Devils again. So it'll be on ABC and ESPN Plus. So I know these games are all over the place. I'll try to give you guys a heads up on where you can watch them too. So ESPN Plus is where I like to watch most of my games because I think the, the app is much better interface. So I like to watch it there. And the fucking, all these other apps that I'm using and the direct TVs and the fucking whatever sling that I use to watch these other games because I don't have regular cable and I don't see a need to pay for it. But these other apps are getting such a high influx because of the playoffs that these motherfuckers lag and, and I'm seeing them buffer all the time. So that's annoying. Any game that'll be on ESPN Plus, I will definitely let people know because I think it's a superior platform to watch games. Anyway, 
The Rangers are on it. We are killing it. Keep up this momentum. There is no way, there is no way the Rangers fall apart against the Devils. Even if we lose a game, it'll be a game that's hard fought. And I think that's really important to send a message, not only to the other teams that we might face down the line, but to send a message to our current lineup and our team that we can do great things if we put in that effort. And I don't think the Rangers are going to forget that anytime soon. So just remember, it's not over until it's over. No quit. Praise be to Kako. And let's go Rangers.